It's got a cow on it, but does it taste like horse? <laughs> yes. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of The Conversation. My name is Alan Porter. <laughs> We're back. The holy... What is your name? Tom Hutchison. Hi. Hey. Hey, nice to see you. All you the way like from a, Westchester. You look like a guy I can talk to. I sound like I got a little bit of a thing going on my voice on the ear. <laughs> it's uh, all right. It's all right. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I believe you want to speak about the end of days. I do. I do. It's, um, as we mentioned in the end of uh, last week's episode see that's right see for the there. continuity's <laughs> sake we were here last week at yeah. the same time we never leave um and uh, just to as hit the pause button there just for anyone who might want to know uh, we're actually in tom's living room uh this week and the waterfall has run dry it has much as the same as all waterfalls will run dry, run dry. uh david come, cameron turned them off <laughs> yeah come the end of days um and as we said at the end of the uh, last week's episode this is about the apocalypse uh, now, I think this might be something that we could do a number of times, given the, the differing scenarios that we okay. have, right. considering that the... Um, well, for a start, we've got to assume there will be an apocalypse. Uh, no, we have to wonder when it will happen. It's a when, uh, not it, an if. Absolutely. absolutely it's happened yeah. before. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, the, no, it has happened before. Yeah, with the big the, um, meteor. Uh, yeah, well, that's a that's a good example. You've got the, the, the Russian meteor. Um, and, you know, uh, is it meteor or meteorite? What's the difference? Um... Uh, is that the noise it makes? Yeah, <laughs> no, that was my ass. Uh, the the meteor is just a big old crazy fucking rock, whereas a meteorite is just a tiny fragment. <laughs> I'm a little meteor rock. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's the difference. Is it not? No, I think it's where it's either whether it enters the atmosphere or if it strikes land or water. Let's not. Let's. I'll look it up in a minute. We're, we're quite clearly NASA brains on this. Yes. Yeah. I am. I have the smartest man in the room, Google here, and I, I'm, I'm not going to talk to him. I'm not going to even look. Johnny Google. Um. Yeah. We've we got that. But I mean, you think there was an apocalyptic event hundreds of millions of years ago? The big, the, the big, the big rock. The one, the that, dinosaurs. Yeah, the one that killed the dinosaurs. I mean, it may not have actually hit them and killed them. I think what it did was it sent up a plume of uh, smoke, which blocked out the sun, which killed all plant life. Which yeah. in turn, it was like a nuclear eradic- winter. Yeah, eradicated the food chain, which you know, in effect, killed the dinosaurs. So, how do we start this conversation? Do we start by how, what ways the world? Could well, be I think, it, I could think, end? We, I think we need to look at the scenarios first. I think we need to decide what, because what I would like to do is I like to set a scenario, and we can talk about this. You know, this is podcast in its theatre of the mind. Um, <laughs> and what we'll do is we'll we'll, we'll set a scenario. Theatre, it's a big word for what this is. <laughs> <laughs> mind bullets. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and if this is the theatre of the mind, then the audience is these delicious Tesco milk chocolate malted milk biscuits that we have here, which we are dutifully sponsored by today. It's like a it's like a packet of you know the 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 all the colours of Benetton all in one, isn't it? <laughs> it's got a cow on the back of it. Right, let's see if you can hear the taste. It... Did that come through the speaker? Or... <laughs> I think it did. That was a chew. Um, well, one of the things that's always interested me um, about apocalyptic scenarios because it is something that does interest me genuinely is the the downfall of society now i know there's there's lots of different ways there's the zombie apocalypse which i think we'll do on a different episode um zombies is an episode itself yeah absolutely there's a uh, nuclear winter as you as you quite rightly said before mm-hmm. um but you know there's lots of there's uh, viruses something which calls that you know oh yeah um Outbreak. We've Outbreak. all seen Outbreak. We have. Bloody monkeys. Yeah. It's got um, Rene Russo in it, though. She's got lovely curly hair. No matter what she does, she puts like this hazmat suit on, sweats like a mother in it, takes it off, lovely curly hair. Just like real life. Just like real life. <laughs> Maybe I'm just going into it. Same as the monkey. Just because I quite fancy Rene Russo. Um, <laughs> she must um, be like 69 now. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good number. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um... Yeah, so we've got that. But the, I think the thing that, that, that goes around with all of these scenarios is that it, it pushes the downfall of society. Anything goes. I mean, think about Mad Max mm-hmm. or Mad Max 2 or The Road Warrior, as it's known in America for our American friends. Um, 
there's there's a couple of different types of people there. You got the Max Rockentansky character played by Mel Gibson. I think he blames it on the Jews, unconfirmed at this point. Racist Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah. Angry sugar tits Mel Gibson. <laughs> um and he's just he's like going around lone wolf trying to like avenge people. He's getting some fuel. He's got a little dog. It's all good. Um, how did they how did the apocalypse come about in the Mad Max? I think Max that was nuclear winter. Oh, I think yeah. I think that was nuclear war. Um and they were the leftover people. Yeah, and you've got some survivors. But then you've also got people like uh, Lord Humongous. Do you remember that? <laughs> the, the, the massive guy in like, the harness with the hockey mask. I can't mask. remember these films at Who, all. He's, yeah. like the, he's the baddie, and he's, he's just fucking killing people. And Anyone with a name like that has to be a baddie. Yeah, surely. well, Lord Humongous. I yeah. christened this child, Lord... I didn't know he was going to grow up like that. <laughs> it's like called, fought. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, at what point did that guy become Lord Humongous? <laughs> You know what was he doing? You know, before the nuclear war, what was he doing? What was he doing? Was he nomadic? Sell- was he fucking selling toner? Was he like I don't know? Was he a childminder? And, and he goes, "Do you know what I'm going to do?" Like mm. after this thing, do you know what I'm gonna, I've survived this horrible thing? I'm going to get a gang of motorcycle thugs, mm-hmm. dress up like an S and M bad dream, yep, and then just Rihanna would love it. Rape and pillage my way for the rest of rest of days. But one of the subjects I wanted to talk about, one of the things I, I, I thought would be a good um, way to go into this, was to set you a scenario. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've thought about this quite a lot. Um, and I'll, I will put this in a place that you might feel that you know somewhat. Now, you've seen Skyfall. Right. The um, Bond film. The Bond film, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not not the CGI Scottish house. Um <laughs> In that film, uh, the bad guy played by Javier uh, Bardem. I was going to say Raoul Moat, but his actual his name was Raoul Silver in the. Uh, Morty, me meet Morty. Oh my man, I got your chicken and a fishing rod, man. Oh, pet man. Uh, yeah, he's he's got a, a brilliant, uh, typical Bondian lair, hasn't he? You know, they're on the boat and they go out to yeah, yeah, that that little town thing that's like yeah. just. Dead town. It's like a little island almost. In the middle of the sea. Mm -hmm. That's real. That's a real place. That's a real place. That place is called Hashima. um, And it's in the East China Sea. Now, the the story behind it is that there was a... um, uh, In the 1880s, coal was found on the sea floor. um, Basically where the island is. Um, And what happened is Mitsubishi, the Mitsubishi, the famous Mitsubishi company... Uh, were mining the coal and what they'd do is they'd ferry miners to and from the site from Nagasaki so they realised hang on this is getting a bit expensive now so what they did was they built like an interconnecting series of floating things which gradually became an island right. so you had the, the oil derricks and then they or platforms I guess and they built this little town on it now it's essentially the size of a football field oh is that how big it is that, that's it, it. How big it is. Oh, right. and they they built it and built it and built it for the workers and they had uh, like massive apartment blocks which you see I mean in the film that it's on a soundstage but the actual outside shot of it is correct and it's pretty much right what it looks like mm. um, and there was five thousand people living there wow on the on an area the size of a football pitch uh, and That's it was lot. and it was recognised as the most densely populated place on earth ever <laughs> um, now what happened was um, they built this this thing. And um, long story short, the oil, the uh, coal dried up, mm. coal disappeared. Um, so there's no need for all those people to be there. So what happened was Mitsubishi said, um, thank you for the good job you've done. You've been out here for years, basically. Um, we've, all, we've got work for you, because they can just go, right, fuck off. They've got mm. work for you. First come, first serve basis on the mainland. Mm-hmm. Ferry leaves now. Really? So right. people literally left coffee cups on tables, Dropped what they were doing. People ran to the boat in their pants. Uh, they like dinners were left cold. It was as if everyone on that island disappeared. Right. Wow. So that's why that you, you know you can go there and there's is like, it a tourist attraction now. No, though? absolutely not. It's completely. It's it's a ghost. Literally like a ghost town. They, they people don't go there. They mm. it, you know because they're deeply religious. The Chinese and they they think that it's. Um, I don't know if it's like the spirit of industry or whatnot. I've been to a place like this. There's one Mil- in... Milton Keynes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many roundabouts. Yeah, um, it's uh, Cyprus. Um, obviously, the war between the Turks and the Greeks, uh, Greek Cypriots. And there is this whole dead zone, uh, which is patrolled by UN soldiers. And there is a little town. 
and I forget, I, I want to say it's Famagusta, but I'm not sure if it is Famagusta. That's a famous one, isn't it? It's something like that. It's called basically the Dead te- the dead City or something, you know. And it's the same sort of thing. People were given by the Turk. I think it was the Turkish, gave them something like 24 hours to leave before they'd attack. And there were, there's like, you can still see, de- uh, you know, gun and mortar damage and stuff yeah. where there was a f- fight over it. And it, apparently you can't actually go in there because the UN keep you out, but you can stand on the one, one beach and look at it from another I've done this look at it from one side of the beach where they cut it off to the other and you can see all the buildings really clearly wow. it's amazing you're right there it's a dead city they all left it in I think the 70s and if I remember my theory when they told us correctly was that at the time it was one of the most celebrated sort of beachy resorts in mm-hmm. Europe I mean I think Liz, Elizabeth Taylor had a place there and literally people left within 24 hours there's cars in the showrooms there's dinners yeah. on the dinner plates still even apparently um, there's still a load of gold in the banks and things you know uh, and it's just no one's allowed in there to touch it you know because wow. it's disputed territory it's amazing yeah. it's a similar sort of thing mm. um, and that yeah but that that's I think there must be more than more of these places it's oh always, I'm sure yeah you know if it's in two, if two instances of it then that's um, you know, it's got to be other places where industry has just said, you know what, out you get. Mm. I mean, like in uh, Hashima, there was um, there, there's schoolhouses with teachers' names and stuff still on the blackboards, wow. like mid sentence. Oh, really? That's bit weird. Like, that's how much everyone literally dropped what they were doing. And the meaning of life is <laughs> gotta <laughs> go <laughs> ellipses, <laughs> coal. Um, so my our scenario, apocalyptic scenario, right? And the reason I've chosen this one initially is because, you know, there's other considerations. Um, when, you, when you're when you doing, say, like, oh, nuclear winter and you're living in Chingford and you've got your family sort of thing, this is, you are there. Yeah? I am on this island. You are island on this island. You are a miner. There are other, like, an adult, but you mine coal. Um, this, this community exists and it's thriving and it's vibrant and it happens. It's 5,000. It's happening, man. It's happening, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, to choose some jazz I feel language. it, brother. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's there. Coal dries up. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But instead of Mitsubishi saying, um, come to the mainland, we'll give you some, we'll give you stuff. We'll, you know, we'll give you a job. They forget about you. Right. That's it. You guys are on your own. It's 5,000 of you on this little island, size of a football pitch. Um, no escape. There's no boats. Not not at the moment. You can hold out for you can hold out for hope. That that's a that's a good question actually. You know, I mean, say there's a communique from Mitsubishi. And say, look, sorry about this, guys. <laughs> Funny times. <laughs> boop boop. <laughs> Bing bong. Mitsubishi is sad to announce that you are going to be cut off from the mainland forever. Please scavenge any life preserving materials that you can and fight to the death <laughs> well it would become a bit lord of the flies wouldn't it well yeah that that's that's the thing where would you where would you stand on that would you go no initially would you would, would you hold out hope that you would be rescued or whatever or would you immediately go on the scavenge would you Ooh. try and set yourself up in a what what would you think so you're sitting at your in your flat drinking your coffee like mm. you're going to go to work in an hour or so you're reading the Hashima News on a newspaper, <coughs> looking out the window on the East China Sea, and you hear that over the tannoy. What do you do? You've got to try and find a way of leaving. Initially, that'd be your Initially, first Initially. My first, first reaction is, let's get the hell out of here before it all, it, all the shit hits the fan. Okay. Before people start, you know, fighting and looting and it starts getting dangerous. I mean, it depends. Do you got okay. family there? Are you on your own? Uh, at this point in this scenario you, you're on your own you've got no family there um, and Mitsubishi run uh, we're using Mitsubishi as the example in this thing I'm sure they are a perfectly ethical company and I've only ever heard nice things about Mitsubishi being... maybe we should call it a mythical uh, company called Mitsuhishi okay, how Mi- about that Mitsuhishi um, <laughs> so Mits- Mitsuhishi uh, organise the uh, the boat there's one boat a week you've got to get on that boat but there, there's no necessity the boat was yesterday you know that it's a, you know so that- you're there for a week Potentially, you could be there forever. If they're cutting you off, they've said that there's no, they're not doing anything anymore. Mm. They, you know, and you got to think if they were going to get you, they would have got you. And there's no food coming in. Nope, you've only got what you got. You cut off. You're sitting there in the middle of the East China Sea. Yeah, you're fucked. Then you're in trouble, aren't you? <laughs> you're, you're fucked. <laughs> you are in trouble. I mean, your, your first thought is to get off the island. My first, my initial reaction is get off as soon as possible before all law and order breaks down completely, which it will. 
yeah. and probably pretty quickly because of the panicking. Mm-hmm. Um, so you will do whatever you can to. Presumably, there are. Other, there's not more than just one boat. There will be. This is. These are the rules. There's one boat a week, and it and it right. came in yesterday. So maybe it, so. bandy together with uh, like-minded people who want to get off and try and build a boat. I don't know. That's dangerous. Depends how far you are from the from land. Yeah, I mean, you got to think that in this scenario, there's um, there's only five thousand people in this little hot pot. Of it's going to go tits up straight away isn't straight it? away so I think trying to find people to build a raft and remember this is the East China Sea it's fucking huge right. and it's nasty as well um, yeah I mean do you immediately try and stockpile I mean that's my if I was there if, I, if that was me I would I would collect weaponry to begin with mm-hmm. knowing that I've got to be there for a week mm-hmm. at least yeah there's no food coming in I mean, you got to consider this is in the middle of the sea, so there's there's no agriculture. Yeah, the industry is coal mining. They they there's protection of food are paramount, aren't they? Everything else is secondary. Yeah, so you would need to be able to, yeah, ideally stockpile um, some kind of foodstuffs that will last for at least a week. Having said that, presumably people will see you stockpiling and they target you. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So you also have to go hand in hand with. Uh, if you do it, you've got to do it very slyly. Maybe stockpiling different areas. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have a series of caches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good call. I never thought of that. Uh, not one because it'll just become eggs in one basket. Isn't hey, it? John next door, he's got a load of um, wispy takeaways. Or, yeah. I don't know, you know, like yeah, like, uh, yeah, Cadbury's cream eggs. Um, imagine that, just a massive mountain of cream eggs. Oh yeah, I, I hear that is the main part place they export right. to. He's <laughs> yeah, trying to see mining co- colonies. Yeah, Painting a beautiful picture here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I would stockpile foods in several areas so that if one got found or you know discovered, then you, you wouldn't lose up. everything. Yeah. Uh, weaponry would be the next one, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would be. Would you potentially try and form some kind of allegiance with anyone? You would obviously have your friends and potentially family on the island. Um, you would try to bandy together with the ones you felt you trusted the most. Yeah. To form a secure unit, a group. But then other people will be doing that. So you'll suddenly have groups form within a very short period of time. And of course, what's the first thing they want to do? They want to loot each other and, you know, hey, yeah. they've got that and we need that. Let's go get it off them, you know. Yeah. So it suddenly becomes tribal and group-ish. Mm. I think you'd be okay. for the, I think for the first couple of days... There'll be a lot of people doing what you've just described, slyly caching food and weapons and making sure that they're secure. And Because there'll be an element of people going, oh, what's going on? Or do you know anything about this? Panic, yeah. A little bit of panic, a little there'll bit There'll be of... leaders of the group, of course. Um, you yep. know, union leaders, for example, or whatever. Or, yeah. On, 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 what is it, a mining operation? Yeah, like there'll be a shop steward. There. Yeah, there will be, obviously, a hierarchy of management as well, to some extent. Yeah, um, foreman and stuff like that. And so I, they'll be taking the lead by going. We we were in communication with uh, the mainland. We are trying to re- sort this out. We will get you all off. So there'll be a lot of calm down, calm down, sit, sit tight. We'll sort this out mm. for the first few days, which will keep order to an extent. But you're right. I mean, if you're clever, you don't wait for that. Yeah, I think you've got to look after number one in this instance. And I think the Mitsuhishi Company, uh, as we <laughs> nice. Yeah, thanks. Um, might have taken some of their key personnel off of this island as well. Mm-hmm. So what you've got is high, uh, mid to high level management on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you're right, I think there's going to be people who form natural leadership and you're going to get your cliques, you're going to get your, your tribes. Um, it will quickly segregate into that place. <coughs> so is got, this men and women or just men? Men and women and children. Oh, right. It's, okay. uh, it's families. Literally, they've just gone... Mitsuhishi, we're, we're out of here. Um, it's going to cost more than we've made to get rid of this, to, to take this thing apart. Mm. Um, and that's so we're just going to forget about it. Um, so we're midway through week one, and you've formed a, you've potentially formed an allegiance with a group. You've stockpiled multiple cash is cash caches maybe caches caches cash cash. <laughs> the word has lost all meaning. Um, <laughs> Uh, of food and you've got a couple of weapons lying about that's that's mid, middle of week one everyone's getting sort of angsty there's a kind I, I imagine there's a kind of um, let's all pull together kind of thing by this point mm-hmm. and everyone's going okay guys like, we'll get through this gets to you know T minus uh, T plus one week the boat doesn't arrive the first boat doesn't come yep 
and there's no sign of a second boat. There's no sign of a boat, full stop. No sign of a boat. Right. What do you do? Panic starts setting in. Yep. So that the one thing that people have been holding on to hope-wise, oh, we'll get the boats, they're going to come every week, we'll make sure we're on the first one, or if not the second one, mm. oh, no boat. Um, shit, what's happening? We're not yeah. going to get a boat now? Panic, yeah? That's yeah. as far as I can see. Yeah. Breakdown of social structure slightly. Yep, I think that's where it would start kicking in. The boat represents two things here. The boat represents hope that you're going to get off the island, mm-hmm. and the boat represents supply of needed materials, food, water. Vital things, Medi- um, medication. Medication. Yeah, anyone is ill. Um, yeah, water. Yeah. Okay, let, let's let's presume that there's a let's presume there's a well on the island. There's a supply I, of water. Yeah, there's supply. There's a supply of water. So people will survive on water. Yeah. yeah, but as you quite rightly pointed out, there's only so much food there. So yeah. there's only so long that everyone. Well, food can last. then. I mean, after the, the first boat doesn't turn up, the boat doesn't turn up. Uh, it's then after the panic, kind of the shock of the panic uh, is over. The first fault must then turn to shit. We need food. Mm. Um, that is becomes the most pr- precious commodity on the island. Full stop. Because if there is an abundance of water, for example, that yeah. you know, that that's not so bad. But and then again, whoever controls the water source is suddenly in a lot of power. That's true. So maybe if you were clever and you had a strong enough gang of, uh, I don't know, Chinamen. <laughs> no, <laughs> say fifty people. You yeah. managed to co- collectively pull together fifty people, um, and quite a few strong arms there with a fair decent amount of weaponry. Uh, wouldn't it be clever to take over the well so that you now control the water sources and suddenly you're in a, in a position of power yes I think yeah I mean, that, that's under the assumption that there is only one water source there that yeah. it's I mean I imagine when I say well it's probably an artisan well and it feeds taps and shit like that in buildings but yeah. you're right I mean it's, it's only, if it only comes from one source and you control that source then you are in a position of power Absolutely. that's really underhanded Tom I like it yeah it's good isn't it it's good. I mean even if it were just uh, like if you're going to have fresh water then you must get that say that must be piped from the mainland into the island yeah? no, not necessarily it's, you're in the middle of the sea there's a, a well a fresh water well okay yeah, All right. yeah a series you, of them you're finding you're finding coal um, you're mining coal so you must be mining yeah, water true, as well yeah true true um I mean, there, there would also, I assume, on the positive side of things, um, if there's some kind of uh, temp, uh, intermediate, temporary um, uh, government of... That's too strong a word, but say a group of um, foremen uh, mm. decided, look, we have set up between the five foremen on the island, for example, uh, a, a, a sort of quasi-government that will make decisions on behalf of all of us, that so will make the, communi- the main communications with the island to try and get the boats to come over and all this kind of thing, because you wouldn't give up trying to communicate. Yeah. With, with Mitsuhishi um, so and then R- they R- would be making decisions regarding okay we've got X amount of uh, horse burgers left yeah. um, you know we've got a thousand horse burgers and there's five thousand of us so uh, we, we get one each or something a week and oh, you know oh. they'd start rationing food yeah I would say that we are in the middle of the set of the East China Sea China not being the most historically democratic nation <laughs> on the planet well um, I, but I, yeah, I, yeah I get what you're saying I believe I, I have faith in the human ability to yeah, you know um, to share share and share, share yeah be you know there will be people who um, do well and when you say do well you mean control the well <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do the well yeah uh, yeah but hey how about that for an idea so you take control of say there is it's one nice. or two wells it's nice. you're suddenly in power position aren't you well I think that, that's, a, that's a classic um, wartime strategy that's what people do at war they control the, the enemy's water source because you can survive without food for quite some time as you quite rightly pointed out but with water you ain't got water you're fucked yeah so yeah, that, that's good. That, I like the way you've gone straight for the most vital source. <laughs> Kick the island in the googlies. Um, I think that I think that's brilliant. That's a great play. And come the impending apocalypse, that's definitely something you should all try and do. No matter where you are, is um, yeah, control the water supply. Um, but yeah, we got food, we got water. Um, we're at the end of week two. No boat. Uh, so that's two weeks, no boat. Mm-hmm. Um no work, for, so no, people are aimless. Exactly, people are just humming around, mm-hmm. not knowing what to do. I imagine there's a lot of people just kind of exploring the island that they didn't do before. I know it's only the size of a football field, yeah, but um, like there must be areas. Where I would, I would assume that our quasi government that set itself up would have a, a a separate target of okay, well, if if worst case scenario we can't get any boats brought over here, we have to find a way of getting off the island. So they'll set a team about. Uh, ways of trying to get off the island. Do you not think that they're trying 
stockpile food and ration first. Yeah, they'll do. They'll, they'll, wouldn't you? If you say you were, say you were like we call it the quasi government. Yeah, you'd have a team of people. You've got enough people on the island, right? So you'd have a series of people, and you've got to keep them busy because they're used to working. If they don't have anything yeah. to do, you might start getting crime and fighting and stuff. Yep. Uh, so I'd have as many people as possible. You'd have a team sort of st- um, pulling all the food and resources together so that they're able to, um, you know, uh, ration food as as sparse as possible. Maybe keep it going for three months. You know, whatever, whatever's left. Yeah. Uh, then you'd have a team working on um, trying to get off the island. As far as I, if I was in charge of this this operation. Yeah. So you know, have we got enough materials to actually build a boat of our own? Yeah. You yeah. think? I mean, they're, they're miners. They're engineers. So, so they're pretty clever. It's probably not going to be beyond their realm of capability. But it's whether or not they have the materials. That's a really strong point because you know it is essentially just a steel and concrete thing. Mm-hmm. And steel and concrete don't necessarily make the most make buoy- a good boat. Most buoyant, but of there craft. might be enough metal there to be able to weld it into a, some kind of a, a temporary boat that would get people on. To be fair, yeah, you, yeah. Would you fine. build? All right, here's a question: Would you build a massive boat, an ark-like boat that you could get everyone off the island in one go? We all stick together, Jobby. Mm-hmm. Or do you build a tiny craft, you know, which would take half the at the tenth of the time that you could get someone off the island within a week, roughly, and get them to land and then go for help. Yeah, I'll do that. So that suddenly, hang on, all right, Mitsuhishi can't help us. Yeah. And, or they certainly won't help us. But if we can get to the mainland, we can get to someone... We can help ourselves. We can help ourselves. Yeah, no, I think that's definitely the option you'd have to take. Go for a smaller team. And, of course, if they if that boat doesn't work and it sinks because it's not built well enough and whatever... You're only sacrificing a couple of people yeah. as opposed to the whole community. Yeah, there's, there's literally billions of Chinamen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll cut that bit out. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, no, you, you absolutely So you'd right. be working on multiple fronts, ideally, um, to keep people busy. Yeah. Um, uh, to, to preserve the food and water sources. Okay. So if you're personally, if you ask me personally what I'd do and if it was all, all gone to hell and there was no structure and pe- mm. communicate, uh, a social breakdown... Then you and you, you'd have to you'd have to bandy together as many people as you can, build a, a mini army, yeah. and then control something important like a water source. But then, if you do do that, you're suddenly a target, and there will be people coming to attack you and stuff. So okay. you know. So let, let's 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 fast forward a little bit. We're at the end of week four, one month since the announcement. The Mitsuhishi company announced over their Tanoi system that they were wiping their hands of this community. Um, we have a government in place. We ha- who are currently attempting to build a boat, mm-hmm. a small craft. Mm-hmm. Um, they've stockpiled um, all the food they think they've they've got, but you have a, a series of caches uh, around the island. Still, they're still yours. They're still there. That's safe. That's not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> That's yours. You got that. Um, we know about the water supply. I don't think we've captured that yet, but I think we're going to think about that. Later okay. On. Yeah. So a month month on. Um, there's a murder. A murder. A murder. Civil unrest has really come to the fore now because the uh, the boat project is nearing ahead and people are arguing over who gets to go. Uh, you know, let, let's say, for instance, the government, the, the, our, our government that we use in loose terms has, uh, has done a, an informal lottery of everyone and picked a couple of people because obviously everyone wants to get off this island. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. people arguing about... Uh, it's the best people for the job to go and get res- help and rescue and stuff. Like <coughs> exactly, you got to weigh up who's the best and who's the most in need, mm-hmm. uh, and whether the person who's most in need who's is the, the best. Yeah, exactly. So it's 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 weighing up those sorts of things. Um, an argument ensues between two people. One person thinking he's more worthy than the next. One of them kills the other, strangles him mm-hmm. in the square in front of people. Right. Yeah. There's no discourse to the thing. You can't say that he didn't do it. Everyone yeah. knows he did Everyone it. Everyone see him do it. Yeah. Everyone see him do it. That's fine. What do you do? Well, then your government has to be uh, seen to punish him. Do you set an example? Shoot uh, me in the face. Kick oh, him to death. Oh, no. Uh, chuck him outside. Chuck him in the sea. Chuck him in the sea. Do you, do you lock him away? Uh, my, my gut instinct is you lock him up. Okay. Yeah. You, as a punishment, you take away his freedoms. Right. Um, but... So others might I mean it depends on how chaotic the situation becomes mm. if this kind of quasi government is holding firm and people are respecting it and are not massively panicking you know to the point of chaos then you would make an example of him by locking him up and keeping him on display maybe in, a, in say the public square in, a, in, a, in you know, in a cage 
Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking monkeys and kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, you dirty ape! Yeah, um, but treating him humanely, then people. It's a warning to people constantly, isn't it? It's okay. a visual warning whenever they pass the square. Okay, we got man in a cage, then yeah. man, man there. Um, Killing him is another thing that starts to become barbarism. Who's Barbara? <laughs> <laughs> Makes a lovely cup of tea. You don't need a haircut. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, so we've got that so so that guy's there then so that's a month um, so informal lottery <coughs> government we, we, and just by sheer bloody minded luck uh, the government pulls out um, let's just say the shop steward because he's in charge of the government so the shop steward pulls out um, a relatively healthy guy um, two relatively healthy guys who know, know how to operate a boat everyone's kind of happy with the, All the hopes on their backs now. Yeah, yeah, but everyone's kind of happy with the picks. They, they think like, okay, so they're healthy, they're young. Uh, Little Jimmy knows how to ride a boat better than anyone on the island. Exactly. Um, um, they help build it, so if it breaks, they can, you know, they can fix it. They got the, Gay Bradley's happy to keep him company, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> once a seaman, once a seaman, always a seaman. Um, so they, um, so everyone's kind of happy with that. Bon voyage. They're, they're off. They're, they're off. off. So Jimmy and Timmy are stuck in a boat. Boom, out you go. I think it was Jimmy and Bradley, actually. Okay, right. sorry, Jimmy and Bradley. Uh, Jimmy and Bradley are, are in the boat. <laughs> Boo! Down down the jetty. They're, they've got to go um, west. We're off there, bye! <laughs> west to, to uh, mainland China. That's a sea. Genuinely is theatre of the mind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that, they're off. And everyone's like, bye! And they turn around and everyone's just looking at each other. It's going, so what do we do now? Soggy biscuit. <laughs> What massage, yeah. Um, so, what do we do now? They, um, they they know that you know it's this isn't just like a trip across the Solent in a in a sailboat. Um, we're assuming this is a sailboat. Sailboat in a sailboat is going to take, let's say, a week, at least a week for them to reach mainland. Yep, yep. that's with the wind in their favour and the I don't know what something else, some some other kind of. And nautical the, parable of the wind in their favour and the, and, the, and, the sea breeze and the in their hair semen in their hair yeah the semen yes, in their the hair the sea breeze in the hair yeah, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> they're doing that so, so everyone's got about a week and then they know that it's going to take at least another half a week underpowered craft to get back should like Jimmy, I, I would have thought then in that position it goes very calm yeah and do you think it would it would boil I the think people the, again it's the hope thing as long as people have got hope they're more likely to cling on to a social scenario yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, things don't break down into absolute craziness unless there's uh, all hope is gone yeah and in that situation you've probably got the best hope of our, for a month in yeah uh, of, of the whole month you know okay we've finally done something we've we've gone under our own will we've actually sent someone out there now they're going to go get help and uh, we should hear back within the next two weeks. Okay, let's carry on. You know. So, so, every, so, you've, so everyone's turned their frown upside down. Yeah, they're um, happy. Do you do you let the guy out of the cage? Do you let the what out of the cage? The guy out of the cage. The, uh, the well, he's still a murderer. No, I, as far as I'm concerned, you Correct. know, a murderer would, but do a life. Fair term, enough. You know. Fair enough. Um, okay. It doesn't mean you don't treat him humanely. No, um, we're not barbarians <coughs> here. Okay, um, in our loincloths. Good. Okay, so we've got um, Boyd spirits. Everyone's getting on with their business, a bitness. They're doing stuff. That's fine. Two weeks go by. Nothing. Nothing. So we're now a month and a half into since the Mitsuhishi Company. Presumably malnourishment setting in. People aren't eating properly, certainly fully because things are being rationed. Yep. They may be, say, for example, the well is the well is stoked, you know. Yep. There's plenty of water. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. People are getting, people are getting frustrated. Yes, I frustration. I, I would say you'd still cling on. Heard by now. You're still clinging on to a little bit of hope, though. Yeah, absolutely. We, yeah. That doesn't mean they didn't make it. We just haven't no. heard. What's going on? Maybe yeah. they left. There's all the questions. Maybe they reached dry land and thought, yeah. said them, we're not going to help. Okay. So, cut away from the island. Timmy and Bradley, Bradley. Um, died. Died on the on, on, uh, on route. the on the craft. They they took a wrong. They, one of them thought they could navigate. They couldn't. They craft. went right instead of left. Exactly. They ended up in the um, the dragon's tomb, and <laughs> <laughs> the craft sunk. Um, and you know they died. All hope gone. Mm. The two weeks have passed. Hence from there, so we're now two months past. So we're four weeks after the craft left. Four weeks after. It's quite so clear by now that no craft is coming. No, no help is coming. I. You must then assume that they died. It, that's what I would think, and I would think that you would have to. 
I think initially you'd start trying to build again. Yeah, but absolutely. this, but this is where I think two months after this, after you've you've had this sort of level of industry, we're going okay. So that was our plan. People are going, well, we did that. What's what's to say it's not going to work now? I think this is where civil unrest. I think that's where I think the civil structure just breaks down completely. Two months, you're right. There's going to be a degree of rationing's gone only gone so far. Someone's already died. There's already been a fight over mm. who gets to go. Mm. Now we're doing that again. Mm. I think the, the only way you could sell it to them is if you did it, if if you learnt from your original plan and you did it again. So, for example, you would say we're doing it again, but this time we're sending out multiple craft, okay, in different directions. We know basically that dry land is this a ways, but we'll send you off three different tangents, for example, three different boats, three different tangents, and your chances of success are far greater than whoever they? gets there first gets a bowl of rice. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and some noodle. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so uh, you know that's the only way you could sell it to a community, isn't it? If you say oh, I'm going to do exactly the same thing again, they'll be like, "Didn't yeah. work that last time. What a waste of fucking time and effort." Mm. But if you said, "All right, we'll do it several times. We'll send a <coughs> we'll send a fleet out," you know, as as best we could build it. Yeah, yeah. Um, surely you can strip parts from the buildings, etc., that surround you. Um, yeah. But that will start affecting people's homes. The yeah, the the lack of food after two yeah. months now is really setting in. Yeah. You got to think as well that this isn't a like this isn't a, a, a Norwegian built out of wood flat pack beautiful beautifully designed place these, these places are shanty I mean you can look at Hashima on, online and I mean you've seen pictures of it in Skyfall you've seen, you've seen the outside but the inside bits that they built on the soundstage is pretty much what it looks like it's just it's bare concrete and steel there's mm. nothing else there so it gets to a point where you know I would say stuff like sheet metal Short supply. Mm, uh, mm. Wood. How much wood is there really going to be? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? About three loaves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nicely done. <laughs> um, I mean, it's all well and good having like two hundred chairs that are made out of wood, but you're not going to be able to build a boat out of that because there's tiny little bits of wood. Yeah. Um, so the materials is going to be an issue. So I, I would say, let's say you can build two boats and they send them off in opposite directions. You've got enough for two boats. Yeah. And that's it. There's yeah. no more boats after that. Yeah. No yeah. more boats. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, now they might be thinking, um, they, they must have died. But they know that they died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because Timmy and Bradley were, you know, trustworthy, they may have. trustworthy guys. And they knew that if they, if and when they reached dry land, they would have got help straight yeah, back. Bradley may have had a lover back <clears> there, you know. He may have done. That wouldn't, if you were picking those guys, wouldn't you pick someone who has a connection back to the uh, the island, as we'll call it? Just because it's like, if you were to land on dry land and go, do you know what? I ain't going to help them. I'm just going to disappear. If it's someone, if it's someone with a, a wife, a family member, a child back on the island still, yeah. then they'd be like Collateral. more inclined to get help, yeah, <laughs> than someone who yeah. has no connection. They'd be like sod them lot. It's a good point, yeah. So, so you would pick. That. So let's just so going that. back a few months. Yeah. yeah so, so let's say they did that, and so you're pretty sure they're dead. They're pretty sure they're dead. Dead as disco. Dead in the water. Um, now you might be thinking, maybe we underestimated the amount of food we gave them, or or water. Maybe we didn't give them enough water and they died because it takes a week. So that you got a week's yeah. supply of at least a week's supply for two people mm. is quite a lot. It is, and so, you know they're rowing and uh, or yeah, sailing. Or sailing. So yeah. it's a lot of energy expen- exactly being expended. Um, so you're sending two boats out. That means you've got to send. You've got basically got to fill. Those I two, think the you've got to fill those two boats with four weeks worth of yeah. rations. I think you would do it the community would go do you know what this is so important this will save us all yeah it no, has to be done it has I, to be done properly I definitely think they'd do it but I think it would be such a drain on resources that it would that the, the national morale um, would just be eradicated straight away it'd be, it'd be do you like, think we're close to chaos here aren't we oh we are uh, well yeah, close we're, to chaos we're, we're a, in best case scenario yeah yeah this is <clears throat> like it's quite conceivable at this point that the people who go when they come back, it, you know, if it takes them two weeks, people come back. There could be very few people alive anyway, just through yeah. natural attrition. And you got to think that there's obviously, I assume there's a little medical centre at the island where people get injured and stuff, and you know, get treated. They would have died, yeah. but anyone who was in there because they would have had these the, the medication that they that would have run out. Yeah, if, um, if they needed it, and if it didn't they were come. suffering a serious, yeah, problem. Um, yeah, think things would have medical situations would have come up anyway, yeah. wouldn't they? It would have had a medical centre. Yeah, no, uh, giant multi-storey concrete apartment blocks went up. Schools, bathhouses, temples, restaurants, markets, even a graveyard were built, all on the space the size of a football field. Wow. Um, 
So yeah, the, 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 I imagine there's a little medical aid, but I think anyone who would have been like seriously injured, like would have been like, airless. So if you've yeah. got cancer, for instance, you're gonna be you're gonna get back on the boat and you're gonna go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's um, so you, all your eggs are in, all your eggs are now in two baskets. Mm-hmm. That's that's the case. So I assume that you're getting to the point where those boats disappear off the island. They go, you know, and they they never make, you know, you never hear again another month later, for example. Yeah. So, do we so now you're three months in. Three months in, I say, I say, civility is gone, unless unless this government that we've put in place, this shop steward guy, has issued some kind of martial law and locked everyone down. I don't, it depends. Uh, it, yeah. You either do that or you, or you just go put your hands up and say fuck it, every man for himself. Uh, you have to be quite brutal if you're going to stay in power. You have to be quite brutal then in that situation, yeah. don't you? So uh, let's not let's not forget that there will be infighting in this quasi government. Yeah. Now. So there'll be people trying to become the number one by this time, yeah. um, I, and I, trying to overthrow mm. top man or whatever. From a from a uh, population of five thousand, I would say by this point, taking the Mitsuhishi employees that went uh, to begin with, or people that you know may or may not have gone in the first. Wave. Let's say that was down to four and a half thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say easily another five hundred people have died by now. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could, I'd yeah. say so. So, as you say, like medical pe- medical things, malnutrition, accidents. It's always the weakest that die first as well. Yeah. So it'd be the elderly, uh, the older ones, or if there are elderly on this island, presumably there might I be would, family I, members. Yeah, I think there would be. Yeah, children. Um, children. Are, yeah, possibly um, accidents. And I think there'll be more than there's one like public murder, but I think there'll be there'll start to be more and more crimes, yeah, uh, yeah. fights. And there's things. probably going to be a lot of people who get killed for because yeah, um, for for they'll just get robbed. Like yeah. if if you know that your next door neighbour, um, fatty, muck fat fat, yeah. and and fatty they tosh, tosh a they have the, a Milky uh, Way in their pocket. Yeah, you're going to uh, want the Milky Way. They, yeah. You know, people have got better things to worry about. So if I was just to knock next door and stab him in the face uh, and steal his Milky Way. Mm-hmm. Um, who's going to find him? No one. Mm. So I think there's going to be a lot of instances of that. There'll be so this will grow exponentially, yeah. won't it? Yeah. So arguably we're down to three and a half thousand people there or thereabouts. Oh, you've got you just got rid of a thousand and five hundred. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. All right. Uh, like, but like, because obviously we're going. I'm saying like month on month. So obviously there. Well, be, we're three months in. That's a long time. Yes, yeah, so that's that's for, three for no, three instances yeah. of five hundred. For um, no food to come in, and you're completely cut off from everything. Yeah, that's so dire. The, yeah, so you're in dire straits now. I think it's at this point that there's no hope. I mean, what it could be, you know, it's it's a case of you think, are we done? We're done for. This is it. If, if help yeah. was going to come, if official help was going to come, it would have come by now. People lose hope at different times as well. So there'll be certain um, negative people who would have lost hope a lot before this. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm a negative person by nature. We're we're, we're screwed. No, no matter what happens now, how many boats we send out, they're all going to sink. If I'm honest, with, you, I would have been killing people after about an hour, <laughs> ninety minutes tops. <laughs> Where's my dagger? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, I've lasted a few days. I don't know about an hour, yeah. but uh, yeah. But there were, so yeah. As soon as the majority of people lose hope, there will be a crossover point. You know, from majority minority to majority of people losing hope, that's when society breaks down completely. Yeah, and, and it's, be, we're it'll... in it for ourselves. We've got to look after ourselves and just survive as long as we can. So I think the beginning of the end would be an event. Something will happen. the The groundwork for this was laid when the guy killed the other guy in the square. I think that was like, fuck, this is a thing now. People are going to do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that guy's angry. People will group off. There'll be different, lots yeah. of different groups. And, be... that, and that would have had to happened very early on. But, yes. But now's the time. Now the event happens. Now is when... So presumably so... one group tries to take control of something. Oh, right. Look, we, we're all starving here. We've got more kids than any other group in this yeah. uh, on this island. Um, these kids are dying. We've already had, you know, 15 dead. We've got another 15 so malnourished they won't make another week. Yeah. Um, uh, we need that food. And that group up there who are controlling everything, that government organisation that, you know, they say they, they, they're our government or whatever, you know, mm. the equivalent of, they don't know what they're doing. Uh, we're going to go up there and we're going to take our food back. Yeah. And there's a big old mighty fight. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, there's an event like that. There's a major event. Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows about it. Yeah. Uh, and it, that is the trigger that causes the downfall. Of absolute the chaos. Yeah. yeah. Absolute chaos on that. Let's say that, that event, it lasts for a, a week. It's essentially a civil war. Yeah. 
Um, that last everyone turns we- against the people who have been leading them to nothing all along. You know, yep. it, it would be something along those lines, wouldn't it? Ultimately, it would be a backlash against the people who always have said from day one, "We're in control. We know what we're doing. We're going to get you all yeah. safe." And you're three months in, and they haven't done a damn thing. Yeah. Uh, well, they have done things, but it hasn't worked. So that you, they don't know what they're doing. It's time for us to take control, and we know we know we how to get off this island. We know what to do. You yeah. know, it's a, you, it's a civil war. Yeah. Clearly, you don't. This is what's going to happen. Now, my question to you: would A be, lot of deaths. Oh yeah. I mean, we're t- we're talking. I'd say we're down to a thousand. Well, after, yeah, after we'd this, lose after, half of whoever's left. After the war, we're down to a thousand and change, mm-hmm. maybe. Now, my question to you is: Do you go lone wolf? Or do you try and for, do you try and pick the winner? Do you try and pick a winner, or do you go lone wolf? I don't think you should ever go lone wolf in that scenario. Really? Because because it's so easy as a lone wolf to be picked off, isn't it? But then if, if you've got no one watching you, you can't watch your own back twenty four seven. You don't have to. That's the, that's the, this is my argument for lone wolf, and I'll let you make your argument for picking a, a, a team. Um, I don't think in this instance you can necessarily trust anyone. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are going lone wolf, then <clears throat> everyone's an enemy. Or or a potential friend, potential killer. Yeah, but I mean, every everyone is the enemy straight off. Straight off, but everyone's an, an mm-hmm, enemy, mm-hmm. and everyone is a potential friend. So everyone has to earn your trust. Yeah. If they don't earn your trust, then you kill them straight away. Mm-hmm. And this this is this is kill or be killed. Now this is full of human civilization. Um, no, a scavenging no, for survival now. Yeah, you you are literally fighting for your life every single moment of the day. Um. I mean, talking uh, as we've been t- talking before, you've got a bit of food. You've got some caches around. You've got some food. You've got weaponry. You, you, you're kind of in a good spot. So if you were to join a group, I think you'd be forced to... Like, oh, where'd you get that Milky Way from? More Milky Way. Like, you know, where'd you get those apples? Although they'd be sh- pretty shit because it's been like four months now. Um, but, you know, where, where did you get... Crapples. That? Yeah, crapples. Very nice. Um yeah, I think you you could kind of hold out a little while as lone wolf, and I, I would. That's where I would go. If I didn't have any family there, I'd be like, do you know what? I'll get in my little flat. Got me access to me food and stuff. Table against the door. Anyone comes in, I kill them. Because I know they're after me. They're going to get me. There's, here's the flip side of it, right? Though, if you're a lone wolf and you you have a storage of a small amount of food in your flat, you have another storage. I don't know down the park area that yeah. you, you know no one knows where these are no one knows where these are but people will soon cotton on that you're going into your flat fairly regularly because this is a tiny place yeah and there's still several hundreds of people around yeah so there are people everywhere remember though man it, it's so densely populated when i say it's the size of a football field like it doesn't mean that they've got a football field there that you can see one into the other it's it's literally thing on top of thing there's there's it's, yeah it's built rabbit up, yeah. hutches like you know it's um, i just think people are going to pick up on the fact that they're all malnourished and you're not too bad so they're, they're not going to take too long to go why is that guy being able to walk with a bit of energy whereas we can't yeah. even breathe properly is it me or is toshihiro put on weight yeah exactly <laughs> oh getting hurley from lost scenario yeah 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 um people will pick up on it and therefore if you're lone wolf all of a sudden you're a complete target and you've got you know if, if two people two three people want to pick on you as a little group then you're, you're done for, aren't you? You know, they hold you at ransom, they cut your toes off, you cut your fingers off, where's your food, where's your food? You're going to tell them after a while. Yeah. Whereas if you're in a little group as well, I mean, in the bigger picture, I assume that it will become two two factions on the island. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, there'll be the ones... That after have the some have-nots. Well, yeah, there'll be the fight, the massive fight between, you know, the, the uprising, as it were, and then there'll be the two, there'll be like the ones, I don't know, it'll split into two groups, and there'll be a, they'll have a standoff period. And then they'll start skirmishing with each other again. Ultimately, you're going to be asked to side with one of those, even if you don't, you know, you side with one, but you're still the lone wolf, as it were. Yeah. I'd be looking to have a smaller contingent of uh, people that you could you could really trust that these are your friends for life on the place you've built over the last three four months. You stuck together and you still get on well, and there's been no you know rows really particularly between you. Okay. You can trust them as much as you can trust anyone. Then I'd still keep that inner circle within your bigger group. Where you know you may be able to store things away and look mm. after yourselves a bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, taking okay, so we'll, we'll go with that. So you've 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 formed the group. You've got your little group. And you're all looking out for each other. Mm. Um, <clears throat> um, another month passes. Food is just oh, it's just like a it's a it's a mustard burp. And there's pitch it's, battles between the the, the the groups, the factions. Yeah, but constantly. The, but the, the the battles have gone on so much that the the numbers are down to. Very few now. We're talking thirty. Oh right, without we're talk- the last we're, we're, let's, let's say we're, people we're, have died off from malnourishment. Oh yeah, it's you know the, the, it, 
all you've got is bodies washing up around the it's sea. It's literally survival of the fittest, obviously. It comes yeah. back to that scenario. And you're down to 30 and you're in a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another month passes. You're out of food. Done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's no food. People are dropping off. You're down to the last... You'd be eating off the bodies of the dead people, wouldn't you? I think you would have done that a while ago. Yeah. I yeah. think that... Uh, You'll be eating the dead, wouldn't you? Yeah. And I, I think it gets to the point where they're not fresh enough and you, you know you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you still, I mean the, the body can survive off a very small amount of food. Um, you're down to two. Two people. You and another person. You and the other person. The other person dies. Malnourished. You've got a Mars bar in your pocket. You're still a little bit tubby. Let's be honest. King of the world. You're, you are the last person on the island. I'm a survivor. That is the maker. I um, am Beyonce. <laughs> Not Kelly Rowland. Look at my whisper. Is <laughs> yeah. that all you do? You just sit down, light a snout, undo your whisper. Yeah. That's definitely what Beyonce would do. But you know. Yeah. Uh, but then she is a bootalicious lady. Mm. Uh, so you. Her ass would feed a fucking army, wouldn't it? <laughs> If only we, if only we three had weeks. Got any more of that chick left? Hey, I ain't standing in the other chick yet. <laughs> so we've been on this island. You are now. It's now. I think. I think we're up to eight months. Eight months wow. past the. Have I, got, have I got a ball called Wilson? That <laughs> yeah. I talk to. Yeah. yeah. Um. So th- this is it. That your mate's just died. You just gone. Fuck. Like I'm now on my own. You probably killed your mate. To be fair. Yeah, I would. To eat his toes or something. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, in that position, you look at each other, and all you see is like a ham hock. It's um, (laughs) food. Yeah. Um. So you're the last person there. Do you? I mean, you're you're, as you said, you're king of the world. You are the master of your own environment. Do you try and build a craft? You try and do because you can do whatever you want now. Do you try and scavenge for the last remaining food and live the high life for however long you think you can? Mm. Um, I would have thought hope would have been gone by then, but you just seen so much horror. You got to think you're pretty strong though, man. You've, you are last man standing out of mm. four and a half thousand people since the announcement. So you've got to be a pretty strong guy. Eight months of t- absolute abject terror. Me personally, I wouldn't sit there and wait and t- wait for death. What would you do yourself in? No, no, I would try to build a raft and try to make it to the other side. Okay. I mean, arguably, you would have seen how to do it, even if you didn't know how to do it there and then. You would, and you would be an engineer. Yeah. So. You'd have been involved. And who's to say that before it all went tits up, that there's still half a craft built or, you know, okay. and you could finish that off as best you can. Just, okay. You take your chances, don't you? I would. Yeah. If I'm going to drown in the sea, it's no worse than if I'm going to die of hunger. Yeah. So I might as well do it trying to, you know, trying to uh, reach safety. Yeah. You know. Then just sit there and wait for the sun to so you, so burn you, down. So you um you build your craft as, best, as best you can. As best you can. As best yeah, you can. You've yeah. got you know you've got no help. You've got no help. You've got the IKEA table. You've you've nailed a few <laughs> nails into it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you've got your blackboard with some children's names and uh, a teacher who's long yeah. since died. Yeah. Um, you know, got your PSP just in case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the batteries on that thing don't even last to save a game. Anyway, that's a different. Uh, Nine time. months on. Yeah, my one was working. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'd go out in a blaze of glory, wouldn't you? Yeah. So you'd collect as much, let's say, mystery meat as you could, mm. um, buttocks, thighs <laughs> from your friend. Um, so you do that, and you, you roll your craft into the uh, into the sea, the East China Sea, and you wave a somber goodbye to this. Macabre sepulchre, the that's there, and you shut the doors because you don't want to go back, mm-hmm. and the door only opens from the inside. Mm-hmm. So you there's got, a door, blimey! Well, they're, yeah. they're like they're like doors. No, I did well. Um, I got built a door into it. Fantastic. Well, no, the door's been there. That oh, was a, oh you know. I see what you mean. Um, and there is actually a door on there if you ever see the pictures of. Um, there place. is. Um, so the doors are shut. You ain't going back. You've got this. Let's say not particularly delicious feast that's gonna maybe last you half a week. You know it takes a week to get to the mainland, mm-hmm. so you kind of run. You know you're gonna be running on fumes. Yeah. yeah. Do you make it? Don't know. Um, if you don't, you're not gonna. You know, you're not gonna know either way, are you? That's what. That's my whole point about you've got to. You've got to take the. If you've got a small hope, you still got a hope. Whereas if you just stay on the island, there's no hope. Mm. But do you think you make it? Um, in on that scenario, what they've got enough food for half a week, and you've got yeah. I mean, uh, uh, maybe. I mean, it might. You know, anything, anything's possible. But do you think it's obvious? It's certainly made. It's possible to make it to the uh, other side. Yeah, yeah. It, it's all whether half. It's whether a half uh, cup half full, cup cup half empty. Yeah. Um, what I'm if your cup, cup half full kind of guy? What if your cup is half full of piss? <laughs> drink, 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 my friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd make it. 
You'd Why make, not? You'd make it. Well, if I didn't make it, I wouldn't know because I'd be dead. Okay. So either way, I'm just going to go in all guns blazing. I'm going to make this. You get there. Okay. I'm. If it was, if this was me, you know, if this was a story that I was telling, um, I'd die at sea. Would you? Oh, blimey. Why's that? I just don't think I'd make it. I think that a story... You're like a cup that, half empty kind of guy. No, yeah. I really am a cup half full of piss kind of guy. <laughs> um, I think, you know, you'd survive up until... I think you could do that, but I think the story that bad would always end in death for that, that person. I don't think there'd be the, the... Life isn't that way that gives people a chance to tell such a story. Um, but let's say you did get back. Let's say somehow you're just a skeletal figure that makes it across and there's some benevolent Chinaman on the coast so I go oh let's pick this guy up hey buddy yeah and he, he you know figure and you, you go to hospital and you're, you're alright what do you tell them happened because yeah. clearly nothing happened like you you must have killed a couple of hundred people at least I would have thought so yeah you've eaten human flesh yeah um, it's been eight months since you're practically feral aren't you oh god yeah you'd be feral um, the horrors you've seen it just scarred for you wouldn't be able to reintegrate into a normal society no would you reckon you certainly not for years would you even say anything oh, we'd have to I would would you yeah. I'd be truthful yeah because at the end of the day you've been abandoned by other people it's not your fault that yeah. the, the, the what <clears throat> happened afterwards but as you say just like the guy in the um, who, who killed the other guy in the square who we put in a cage mm. um, the law still exists like he he committed a crime on the on the auspices, knowing that if we got back, mm. um, he would have gone to prison. He would have been under the laws of Chinese law. Mm. Um, if you tell people, oh, do you know what? Regardless of the scenario, because that guy was abandoned. So mm. what what makes you different from him? Yeah, I see what you mean. Well, you're in an extreme situation where people are trying to kill you. That's what your your defence would be, wouldn't you? Wouldn't it? I I've never gone out yes. to kill someone. I was attacked and I had to defend myself. It would would that have been the case every time to be last man standing? Doesn't matter. What, it's what you tell them and, and they what they can prove. And to be honest, they're going to be you're going to be sympathize. They're going to sympathize with you. It's only what they believe. <laughs> they're going to sympathize with you because you've survived a, a, a hellhole where no one else has, where everyone turned on each other, and you were the one survivor. Mm. And you, it's because you were left by the bad Mitsuhishi Corporation, uh, left Damn behind. Those guys. Damn those guys! Yeah. They're the ones responsible, not you. Mm. You're just a you're just a victim, um, and an end result of their mistreatment. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I still think you'd die. <laughs> <laughs> All of these apocalyptic scenarios. This is kind of like the the Fisher Price version because there's a uh, there's society, the normal societal gains. But you know, there's a, a salvation. Yeah, there's all salvation, but. Generally, of the apocalypse, there isn't. So we're gonna. This is the first and last time we're ever gonna do this sort of happy ending scenario because this is how, this is how everyone would like it to happen. You'd want to be able to escape from the nightmare, and you know, you re- know, there's a Valhalla at the end. Yeah, somewhere. you you reach salvation and you mm. get fat. You go on Oprah. You tell your story. <laughs> everything's fine. I tell you, Oprah, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad, Oprah. Please, Mister Tashihiro, please don't jump on the sofa. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's. I think that's. Um, that that is the best way of doing it, but uh, I think in a, in a month or so we'll do another one of these. I think I think I think we should do the zombie one on its own. You want to talk zombies? I could talk zombies. Yeah, we'll do yeah. that. We'll do that next month. That's much more grim, isn't it? Uh, absolutely, um, and I think it's it's much <laughs> more, more grim than people killing themselves. Well, yeah, uh, I mean it's much more steeped in the human conscience. We didn't touch yeah. on the fact that there would have been a hell of a lot of suicides on this yeah, island. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely yeah. think so. Hell well, a lot. The number the number fell down quite a bit uh, towards the end, and mm. I think I think. As people knew that food is running out, they'd kill themselves. Yeah. If you, especially if you've got no family, or if you know, I imagine there'd be people who did their families in as well. Um, but there, oh, there'll, yeah. there'll be there'll be people yeah. who suicide pacts. Yeah. Why? I mean, why would you, why would you not? I mean, there's got to be there's going to be people there who are just going to be hungry, and all hope goes. Um, For me, you always is always hope. Okay. But it depends on your outlook, doesn't it? Yeah. That's why I think. That's why I think at the end, um, I, I I would still th- hope to survive all the way to the end. Okay. Because as long as there's a tiny, tiny bit of hope, and in this scenario, there is always a bit of hope because you know there's somewhere that you can be saved. Yeah. Whereas in a zombie apocalypse, and we'll talk about this next time, it looks like there is no hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anywhere. And you, you know that, that's a completely different scenario. Mm. So there we go, folks. Uh, to wrap up, if you're ever stuck on a uh, ex-coal mining community uh, in the middle of the East China Sea, hold on because uh, you never know what's going to happen. Um, so I think that's uh, 
on that cheery note um, that's I a- love this podcast it was so uplifting <laughs> if you're listening to this on the way to work just remember don't kill your co-workers it's a bit sunny when you're listening to it so yeah. there's some some bright and beautiful thing to look forward to Yeah. although just so I wrap this up the sun has gone in and it's got a bit dark in Tom's living room so I, I, I think that's my fault so I think that's a natural place to wrap this up so thank you for listening to episode 8 of the conversation the apocalypse special um, that's enough from me Alan Porter and me Tom Hutchinson we'll see you next time see you then Bye.